Run together like lamb and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna fish? Maybe you like spaghetti and meatball? Be more comfortable with that analogy? Yes, considering we're in America. I mean, if you don't like spaghetti and meatballs, why don't you get the hell out? Hey, listen, I'll come down there and give you a crew cut, mister. Let's see your clippers. Not my problem. Your father was sick. <laughs> Stop yelling at me! <laughs> the average Joes are in their studio Over in Garland, Texas Things you think you don't care about Is back for season five With brand new guests Segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have a real good time with the average Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo. And I'm the Average Joe. Coming to you like oil and water. I'm telling you, like, like fire and snow. Trying to find things that go together. Yeah, and, like uh, little... you know, Maybe they do, maybe they don't. You know, some people probably think salt and pepper. I'm, I'm talking about salt and paprika. Yeah. I'm, I mean, listen, I like some cinnamon and oregano. That's what I'm talking you know? about. Just mixing it up a little bit. A little sugar and japalino. Yeah. What what is Japaleno? Anybody? Uh, that's Spanish for jalapeno. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's yep. My, that's on me. That's on me. Uh, so today, we want to talk about things that uh, number one are pairings that are odd. Yeah. Right. They go together, but you wouldn't think they go together, or things that regularly are put together that should not be no. a thing ever. Mm. So uh, one yeah. of the things. One like of I can think. <laughs> what? What, yeah, you, what like, you got there, Joe? Like, you, like you, us you, and the former missuses? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like us and the first person we chose. Yeah, uh, yeah no, so things that don't go together, uh, and people regularly put them together, things that don't look like they go together, but they are great. Yep. Okay, so let's let's talk about something that goes together. And this is a, if you've ever been to a, uh, uh, if you've ever been to a Spring Creek barbecue. All right. Okay. Uh, I've never tried this because I'm a little leery of how weird it sounds just at the beginning. I mean, it just sounds weird. Okay. Now, uh, my brother said, you take one of them hot fresh rolls and on Sundays they give out free bluebell vanilla ice cream. Nope. And you put the bluebell vanilla ice cream in the roll and it's like uh it's like a warm buttery cream puff. And mm. he swears by it. And apparently it's a pretty common thing. In the roll, stuff it with ice cream, go to town. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I refuse to do that. See, I like I don't know, maybe. I like ice cream on yeah. pie. Yeah. I like ice cream on warm cookies. Uh-huh. Brownies. Yeah. First day cookies. Um, the first day day one cookies in the day ice cream one. are, are pretty solid. We had that. And up. we don't ice muffins. Adam and I had this conversation earlier today. <laughs> we do not ice muffins. You do not ice muffins? No muffin icing here. Okay. Well, okay. I, just so I'm you know. Not, I'm not going to lie. That surprised me about Adam. Yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. It, <laughs> it shocked I'm not going to lie. Bit. It did not surprise me because icing on muffins is not natural. Okay. Well, okay. I just. Uh, you disagree. He's, he's the wild one. Okay. Well, you know, okay. you know what I mean? Definitely I don't know what that means. I Definitely a trendsetter. Um, <laughs> I, but uh, we had it on uh, those apple apple fritter thing at Applebee's that one time. Uh huh. So maybe on a fresh roll, but you know, I, I like I like butter. Yeah, on a roll, butter on a roll, butter honey. I, I, I'll do honey. honey. Yeah, yeah, I'll do honey. I'll do uh, I'll do some cinnamon sugar yeah, okay. with butter. Yeah. Okay. Sweeten it up a little bit. Yep. Yep. It's almost like uh, you know cinnamon toast, except it's a cinnamon roll. Yeah. Right. 
So, uh, but Cinnamon yeah, roll crunch. Vanilla bluebell vanilla ice cream inside of a hot, fresh mm. Spring Creek roll. You know, speaking of ice cream, one time uh, I had someone put cinnamon on their ice cream. Uh huh. Pretty good. It was. I, yep. Threw me off. Yeah. Because I don't think about seasoning my ice cream. No, 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 no. Uh, but it's no. pretty good. Who seasons their ice cream? Seriously, I know. Uh, I'll tell you what. El Chico seasons their ice cream with cinnamon sugar, and my parents like every Sunday was a was a El Chico or spaghetti. Like that's where we went. We had a uh, the same waiter every time we went to El Chico. They they were friends with my dad and uh, or my parents, and we'd get the uh, ice cream with the apple pie, mm. yeah, and it had cinnamon in the ice cream. It was vanilla ice cream with cinnamon and sugar sprinkled through it. It was delicious. So anytime I have some cinnamon and sugar, if I was to do ice cream for the longest time, I just I douse it and then mix it up, and it was oh man, it was delicious, you know. And then I, now I can't handle dairy, so that's that sucks. But, it does. I mean, I can handle it. Right, maybe in a few years when I get a little older and more frail, I won't be able to handle it. You know, maybe we're talking about explosion style uh, event. But, yeah, froyo is a no no. Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, man, cinnamon cinnamon sugar on some ice cream is pretty good. Pretty good. I'll tell you something that's not good. People regularly put this type of stuff together, and it it, it just makes no sense to me. And you probably might be one of these people. Okay, okay. number one, ketchup and mayonnaise. See, no negative. I'm not. That's negative. Negative. No mayonnaise. No mayonnaise. Okay. Miracle Whip sometimes. No, 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 no. Ketchup no and Miracle Whip, ketchup and mayonnaise, the same thing. I would never put ketchup with that, though. That's all I'm saying. I have a hard enough time it's with ketchup and mustard. Disgusting, okay? Uh, I I can only do ketchup and mustard at, at McDonald's when it's like that's what they put on the sandwich, and yeah. I know the taste of a McDonald's sandwich. Or like and I'm not going to go take ketchup and mustard and mix them together myself. I'm not well, going to do it. Not going to do it. They don't really put it on hot dogs anymore. They, they give you the packets or the pump stations, yeah. but... If I were to be given a hot dog like at the fair or at a ball game and yep. it had ketchup and mustard on it, that'd be fine. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I'm, I'm going to go I, with one or the other. I prefer mustard. Yeah, absolutely. Mustard on a hot dog. Got to have it. So I got a new one. This was one I heard here recently okay. uh, from East Texas. Okay. <laughs> Her grandfather uh, like red beans okay. on chocolate cake. I'm sorry? Yeah, I know. I know. Apparently, it was a big thing back in the day. Uh, but like red beans, yeah, like cooked red beans, like kidney yeah. beans, like red, yeah, like yeah. beans, yeah, like you're making chili, like but, beans, beans, the magic fruit, yeah. The more you eat them, the more you toot, 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 yeah. Okay, but on like beans, fresh. We're talking beans, beans on fresh, like hot chocolate cake. Day one chocolate cake. Day one chocolate cake, man. Okay, day one beans. Or are they like day two beans? Ah, uh, she did not specify. Okay, so just but just warm, uh, yeah. soft beans. Yeah, yeah. On on a yeah. day one chocolate cake. If she tunes in, uh, you can text me. Okay, and 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 clarify this a little bit later uh, okay. on what condition the beans are in. Okay. But yeah. Okay, so before we get any further, we're going to get back to this, but before we get any further, this Saturday, I just popped into my head, we have a trivia. We're going to give away a total of 150 bucks to someone yeah. who tunes in and answers these trivia questions at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to be hosting trivia over our episode called Whiteness. It was... It'll be it's two episodes ago on yep. the podcast on the platforms like Episode iTunes, one from Spotify. Our, our two for Tuesday recording last week. That's right. Also, uh, there'll be the 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 bonus fifty bucks. So it's a hundred bucks for the whiteness trivia, right, right. and then it's a bonus fifty coming from a couple questions uh, from our day one cookies. Which I've been listening back to the day one cookies, and it's that's a funny listen. That made me just laugh organically, even though I knew it was coming. I knew yeah. it was. I mean, we did it like not not long ago, and it, I knew it was coming, and I started laughing anyways because it was. It's just organically funny, man. It's a great episode. It is, and so uh, not a desperation episode. Definitely not a desperation episode. No, not at all. Not at all. So, okay, so this just in clarification, and I apologize for yeah. not remembering it correctly. Okay, uh, but uh, it was canned chili, canned, canned chili. chili on chocolate cake. But that other sounds people, absolutely worse. But other people do mean. I don't know though, man. I mean, like if you chili on cake, no sir, yeah. no sir. Think about it, no sir. Why don't you just it? put a hot prod up my ureter, okay? <laughs> Think about it, please. Think about I'd it. rather do that. Think about it. If it was uh-huh. chili on sweet cornbread, nope. Maybe? Sweet cornbread is not like cake. Sweet cornbread is still salty. It has a little sweetness right. to it, but it's still a predominantly salty bread. I, listen, I've never, I never tried it before. There's, there's a chance I might have it. You're gonna, you're gonna be doing that pretty soon. I, I'm, I'm gonna try. And then you're it. gonna take a trip to the, to the candy shop <laughs> to get several of those peppermint sticks because you know you're gonna need it. Um, 
<laughs> I got I got a wild one for you. Okay. Ketchup and rice. Ketchup and rice. No, I, I can I can see ketchup and rice. Somebody who likes ketchup and yeah. rice. I mean, rice is pretty bland. There's not much to rice that has taste. So if, I mean, I've I've put hot sauce in in some rice and mixed mm. it up, and it, I mean, it, the rice then tastes like the hot sauce, right? So yeah, if you like ketchup, fine. Ketchup and rice, okay. I personally, I don't know why, but I have not liked ketchup for a long time. Like it's too vinegary or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't pick ketchup i will pick barbecue sauce if i want a condiment to go you know with french fries or chicken or anything like that i I pick barbecue sauce i won't pick ranch i don't know how people put ranch on so many things i eat ranch on a couple fried things like uh fried zucchini fried pickles that's pretty much it and salad i oh i will do a ranch dip with some uh with some (laughs) wheat thins but Hmm. pizza and ranch horrible amazing horrible idea it's like the same concept. It, dude, it's seriously the same concept as ketchup and mayonnaise. You're putting marinara sauce oh, so with ranch. Horrible, so good. horrible idea. I can tell you what, though. So, Absolutely horrible. A couple of don't things. go together. Listen, tacos. Uh huh. From Jack in the Box. Okay. And their ranch. Phenomenal. Not gonna do it. Not gonna Chili's do that. ranch and uh-huh. chili salsa. That see, that's where good. I was going with the with the ketchup and mayonnaise. My next one was ranch and salsa. Oh, so good. You dip you dip in a chip with the ranch, yep. and then you double, take that same dippage. dip into the salsa. Yeah. Number one, really this good. this is something that bothers me to my core. You contaminate the salsa. You contaminate the salsa because who does salsa first then ranch? Nobody, because the ranch like coats the chip. Yep. Yeah, and then so they go into the salsa. Nobody contaminates the ranch, and I feel like that's a fundamental. Here's a little bit ranch effed up situation. Okay, you ranch don't you don't contaminate. Pure. You don't contaminate what the don't. whole table's you're not, you're eating. You're never going to contaminate. You're contaminate. You but you don't contaminate what the whole table's eating. You contaminate what you're eating because for you that's what you like. When 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 somebody's here not eating the ranch on chips, you don't contaminate the salsa with the ranch. You don't do it. That's like an unwritten rule of restaurant etiquette. It you is. don't contaminate the table's items. So I don't know if you saw this recently on uh, one of the Facebook feeds, but uh, Siciliano's uh-huh. Taste, Taste of, of Italy, Italy got sold. Yeah. Uh, so when we go, uh-huh. we like their rolls yeah. in their ranch. Really? It's pretty good. A butter roll, a butter garlic roll. Yeah, and in ranch. ranch. Incredible. Really, man. it is. I'm gonna take one more side step. I, listen, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a diehard like traditionalist when it comes to f- Italian food. I go, I go the roll in the marinara sauce. Oh, for sure. But I don't, I don't do the Alfredo. I mean, I will, I will maybe if that's Eat all they it, had. Uh, if I want a little extra, and they bring you the little. Little dish of uh, Alfredo sauce you could dip your breadsticks in. Yeah, I dip it in the red one, which is mm. the marinara, because it's, it's better. Stuff. It's way better. It's Alfredo's garbage. Alfredo's mm. like the chocolate donut, the chocolate cake donut from Mrs. Barrett. Oh, you're missing out, bud. No, I'm not. But I got I got to catch up one for you real quick, because Terry just checked in. Sup, fellas? He said, "What's up, Mr. Barker? What's up, dude?" So talking about uh, being a ketchup person. Uh huh. Okay. So are you familiar with Ming's Kitchen? Yes. Off of First and Miller. I'm familiar with the. Place I've never been in. Oh, it's good stuff. Best okay. sesame chicken in town. You you have so many restaurants that I need to go to. We need to do. You know I don't have any that you need to go to. That's fair. What's what's up with that? There's I, don't know. I feel like there's an unequally do, yoked we, situation here with the restaurant we recommendations. Do, we need to do an episode where we just go through Garland. Uh huh. And uh, just go to all the old restaurants. Just go to all the old restaurants. Eat at the Beef House. I've been to the Beef House. I know, we still need to go there, though. Yeah, I mean, that thing is caked with, like, cigar and cigarette smoke. 18 generations of nicotine in those those Yeah, absolutely. I think they actually recently painted, though, I heard. Yeah, but I don't think there's no any way they covered it. They just probably painted it yellow because it was easier and probably cheaper. That's fair. Yeah. But Fina Tacos is another one. You told me about Fina Tacos. Uh, old, old Tank Scott told me about the Fina Tacos as well. Yeah, Y'all yeah. jumped on this thing like I should have been at Dude, Fina Tacos every day for the last 36 years. Pr- well, shout out to Crohn's afterwards, though, because they're, they're a little greasy. But anyways, yeah. so back to the kitchen You didn't get on me about uh, f- like uh, Fridges Burgers or whatever. Griffs. Griffs. Fridges. Yeah, I said it backwards. That's, that's <laughs> we, need, we need to do Griffs, too. It's, yeah. an, it's, it's, a it's institution. an institution. It's a Garland institution. Okay. Yeah, speaking of smoking, though. Okay. So, <laughs> speaking of things that don't go together, mouths and cigarettes. Yeah, in the last, um, God, it's probably been close to 10 years, maybe now, maybe less than that. Yeah. Uh, we'd go there every once in a while uh, yeah. when my my job was over off Forest Lane. 
we'd go there occasionally, and uh, they still had ashtrays. Really? So I, I remember smoking in restaurants, but never in like fast food casual dining places. But yeah, they legit had little ashtrays on top where you, you return the trays. And I was like, that's one of the most garland things I've seen in a long time. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But back to the the Ming's Kitchen ketchup story. Yeah. Okay. So you're at you're at Chinese food place. Uh huh. Okay? Clearly. And you're gonna eat some Chinese food. Yep. So when you're eating Chinese food, you're probably thinking to yourself, I don't really need ketchup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But Terry loved ketchup. Okay. And so he needed some. And, of course, they didn't have it there. Right. So he's like, I'll be right back. And I was like, oh, where are you going? So I'm sitting there, you know, like, do I start eating? Do I wait till he comes back? You know, what's the what's the appropriate thing to do here to be, you know, using your manners? Uh, and then all of a sudden I just hear all this honking. Uh-huh. And the screeching of tires and people screaming. He had run across the street, across First Street. Okay. This is like rush hour traffic, okay? To go run into the Dairy Queen, grab two fistfuls of their ketchup. He threw it in the Letterman. And then he ran back across First Street. And he, then he comes He needs to get the, that ketchup with he that did, uh, he did. Yao Ming bowl. And, and the, yeah. What was it? <laughs> Mingling, what's, yeah, what's yeah, the yeah, yeah. what's the restaurant? Yeah, uh, Ming's Kitchen. Man. Ming's Kitchen. I'm, we I'm we used to it. say it was home of chicken fried goldfish because oh. they had a they had a tank of goldfish, and we were in there one time, and then we saw them go and get a net, take a goldfish. Uh-huh. They walked back to the kitchen and the little window between the kitchen and behind the counter. Yeah, where they had passed the food. Yeah, they shut it, and so we're like, did they run out of chicken? And they cutting up a goldfish to put in the fried rice. Oh, nice! Yeah, but it's pretty good stuff. Though. Okay, but there's a funny okay. ketchup. You're not sure. really, you're not really convincing me to go to Ming's Kitchen. It's good stuff. Just saying. Okay, so what's so, another one? Uh, what? What's another one? What's another thing that doesn't go together? Okay, or that or that does? Yeah. That, okay. That you like? That's a little bit out there. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, okay. So you always have the uh, the pregnant. Lady, the stereotypical yep. crazy cravings mm-hmm. like uh, so pickles and ice cream. You know, pickles is getting pretty big. Where people drink pickle popsicles, pipple, pickle, pimp, pipple, pimple, pimple, pickle, 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 picker, pickle, pickle, digger, picker, yeah, yeah, digger, picker. Yeah, so that, that's actually like a becoming a popular. Yeah, I, can't, I would never eat it. I though. can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Honestly, mm. uh, spoons and pistachio ice cream don't go together. Spoons? Yeah. And pistachio ice cream. Yeah, you don't do it. Is there a story it. behind that? No, no, no. You just don't put a spoon in pistachio ice cream with the intent to oh, use it. You okay. Know? Pistachio you. ice cream and trash bag. That's, okay. Those are two things that go together. I don't know if I've had like just straight up pistachio ice cream. I think I've had the gelato before. I think gelato is just uh, Italian for ice cream. Well, it's a little bit different, though. Okay. <laughs> Okay, potato, potato. <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, Hot dog versus Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a poor analogy. It really was. It was. <laughs> um, so this is one that I really okay. like. This is one where I really like breakfast for dinner. Okay. Like eggs, pancakes, just the whole nine yards breakfast at really any time of the day. Honestly, breakfast foods are my favorite type of foods. So Correct. Time of day and breakfast uh, always go together. Okay. I got to be the mood for it. No. Necessarily there's no mood. Though. There's no mood that can make me want bacon more than just the smell of bacon. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think bacon does wake people up. Have you seen that where you can get the alarm clock? Yeah. There's something that might not go together. Yeah. Alarm, alarm clock, bedroom, bacon. and frying yeah. bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking the of bacon. the office, that's how he uh, he he grilled his foot on a foreman grill. That's right. Yeah, he stepped on a hot grill because he likes to wake up to the smell of crackling bacon. Yeah. So okay. So speaking of bacon, maple syrup and bacon. Oh, that's good. Did not realize like one of the best things other than my children that came out of my former relationship <laughs> is well, I didn't know where we were going with that. Is the introduction to bacon and maple syrup. Like, you know, dipped in maple syrup. And then the thing that just kind of threw me over the top with that is that uh, at the ballpark they had this, it's like a half a pound of bacon. It's a single strip of bacon. Mm-hmm. And they had a like a, a maple syrup sauce or something that it was glazed in and it was sitting in a boat of it. Not a full, you know, it's just a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, but oh, my, oh, oh, that was delectable. So the bacon, that we, was, we get it... Awesome. At Fogo, isn't that candied as well a little bit? It's candied, but it's not like it's not 
it's it's candied from a, from a brown sugar and kind of a pepper situation. Okay. It's not uh, it's not maple syrup to my knowledge. Now I haven't looked at the recipe from Fogo de Chao's right. candied bacon, but it is delicious. Well, you know, if little... I went to Fogo de Chao and they ran out all the meats, but they had an inordinate amount of this baked candied bacon, I would still pay the fifty bucks. Speaking of which, we got to get up there, man. We do. We, we need. We got like three things to celebrate. Yeah. Which means we have to go there three different times. I agree. I'm just saying, I'm I'm off for several days in the next uh, next ten. Okay. We're actually fixing to have four. Uh, a fourth reason in January. Are we? Yeah. Your birthday. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's that's yeah. a fair point. Uh, how how old are you going to be? Forty-two, uh, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. That's right. Oh, that's Is, right. Aren't we going to be thirty-seven? Yeah, we'll be. Th- how weird. do you not know how old you're going to well, be on the next birthday? I kind of want to hold on to thirty-six. A Things that don't go together. 30, Numbers and Joey's 36 mind. Thirty-six still sounds like you're in your early thirties-ish, even though technically, mathematically, you're not. Mathematically, you're in the second half of your thirties. Thirty-seven sounds really close to forty to me. Much more than thirty-six. Why is that? Well, technically, it's one integer closer. Whoa. Whoa, who's been helping their children with their uh-huh. math? Bang, One bang. integer. Man, yeah. that was a that was a vocabulary word you just learned this semester. I'm telling you what, man. Shout out to GISD. <laughs> I'm telling you what. We're doing more to teach the parents right <laughs> Tell now. Tell you what, man. What they're doing is they are teaching the parents when because they didn't teach them before. Well, I got to tell you, uh, since I've made Jack do his schooling in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Every day, yeah, because of the struggles. Yep, the and struggles work, are real. I'm working at the table. We put uh, a side table in in the dining room. Yeah, uh, I got to tell you, I'm kind of like even more frustrated with him. Yeah, because some of the te- I mean, what teachers are having to do today uh-huh. is a lot more uh, dynamic uh-huh. than when we went to school. I mean, we had some great teachers going to school, but we also yeah. had some that were like, Meh. you know, Charlie Brown voice, like yeah. womp womp womp, <laughs> womp womp womp. But um, uh. What you're gonna have to do is you're okay. gonna have to you're gonna have to take okay. the uh, you're gonna have to take this book here and then you're gonna have to outline chapter six and that's your assignment today, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Taylor. Those were our assignments in school, you, you, uh, like history, English, all that stuff. Prob- outline a book, read it, and then outline yep. it by hand. No computers. <laughs> Don't put it in a word document with bullet points or anything. Mm-hmm. You had to draw your own bullet points. Yeah, or numbered points right one two three four yeah right roman numerals Ru- whatever. whatever and you had to physically create your own outline and it had to be neat it had to be good work oh yeah we and had now the computer the tabs for you and inventions the whole nine yards yeah absolutely absolutely think about what these kids like think about how easy it is for these kids once you hit the space bar after you press the number one it automatically indents it for you it automatically lines it all up for you they have this, this toolbar of all these things they can do at the top of the page. It's ridiculous. Can you imagine it's if ridiculous. you had to type something up on a typewriter? Right. We had, we had to do that when we were younger. Did yeah. you not know that? Did you, did you never have to use a typewriter? I had to use a typewriter I had once. to use it when I started working after high school yeah. because we were still using those for uh, making chart labels. Yeah. Uh, for all the client charts. Yep. And that like, threw me. Have you ever used that MS-DOS program? Yeah. I mean, that's horrible. Like, I think it's pretty efficient. Yeah, that's in what we, terms of it doesn't make like there's a it's very difficult to make mistakes with it, but it's yeah. tedious. It's super tedious. Well, wasn't that like what we first learned computer in computer lab? Pretty much. I mean, kind of. It was like the black screen with the green. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And so what? I, man, I saw the movie Big the other day, mm-hmm. and or I saw the beginning of it, then I went to do something. But he's playing this video game. Yeah. And it is atrocious. How slow? How? Horrible. Just the graphics are terrible. How did we get to where we are now from there? Like, what what was so dramatically different in the 20 or 30 years? Now, I don't know all the, techni- the, all the technical right. stuff, but, uh, I mean, is it just because they, they made more ports for storage and RAM, and so it made things run faster? Is that really, like, the, the only thing that happened? Because it's, I mean, it's... It, it was atrocious trying to watch that thing. Well, once you think about it, when we were when we were very young, mm-hmm. um, disk space was like looked like records. Yeah. Then when we were in high school, like I had to find, I need to find like a floppy disk adapter because like all my stories from the school newspaper, mm-hmm. I have them on floppy disk. I just don't have a way of reading them. Right. Right. But those were just gigabytes. Yeah. I mean, or no megabytes. They weren't even full gigs. Yeah. Or killer. Yeah. That's fair. Yep. Uh, 
kilomites. Uh, but um, but now, like I remember when you wanted, even when we were like having kids. Yep. You would have like a a flash drive that was fairly big, you yeah. know, and uh, it'd be two or three gigs. Right now, you can get a terabyte one of those micro memory cards. Now, yeah, it's insane. And you can get a terabyte micro memory card, and it's the same price as like a four gigabyte card was about yeah fifteen years ago. It it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense how how things have have progressed. But you know what doesn't go together? What old people who played those video games and today's new video games. Oh, 100%. Me and you trying to play Fortnite against these 10, 11, 12-year-olds whenever they get on. You know what? I'll jump up. I mean, the kids that are 18, you know, 18, 19, those kids too are are significantly better than us, and they laugh whenever whenever we don't do something that they clearly would do without question. It's insane. But they pick it up so much faster. So I yeah, mean, like uh, the Yetis are even like the little one. Yeah, he's better than he's we're. he's like seven. Yeah, and well, no, he's not better than us right now. But the, his ten year old brother is far better than us. Yeah, Riley Adams, twelve year old, better than us. Yeah. I don't like to admit it, especially to his face. Yes, but I mean, he's better than me. I he mean, doesn't. He doesn't need anything else to boost that ego. He doesn't need. Well, and you know, did you see that haircut? You know what does not go together? Riley and his former hair. That's fair. (laughs) But he he hated his haircut, man. He got it. And then, uh, like, the picture was just like a a death stare from from H-E-L-L hockey sticks. I mean, it was ridiculous. He did not like it. But it looked pretty good. Looks like he actually cares about his appearance. I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of Dad for saying, you know what, we're doing it, and did it. And I'm proud of him for not fighting him. Well, number one, he would have lost the fight, but still. That's fair. That's fair. Anyways, another one. All right. I'm going to pull deep down. Yep. Let's see here. What did I have on the prep list here? Okay, well, I shared this one. This one won't be shocking to people on the page because I shared it a couple months ago when Mom did it. Okay. Fritos, no, or Cheetos and bean dip. I don't know if you remember me posting that. Fritos and bean dip. Not Fritos, Cheetos, sorry. Cheetos. Yeah, Cheetos and bean dip. That should not happen. <laughs> yeah, Cheeto puff. Yeah. In the bean dip. It just That should not happen. I got to tell you, I... I'm, listen, was, I'm going to be honest. Bean dip should not be a thing. It's weird that it is. Yeah. For the longest time, I could eat bean dip and Fritos, but I wouldn't eat refried beans. Right, which doesn't make sense because refried no. beans is essentially bean dip. It makes sense that bean dip exists because of the refried beans. The consistency is, is yeah. you just mashing beans up and it creates kind of a dip, like naturally without hardly anything else. Yeah, I don't like the the the, the bean juice. Yeah, when you open the can, oh you yeah, stir it up. I, I don't like I don't like that in peanut butter, like oh, the the natural peanut butter. Yeah. It makes sense. It's the oil from the peanuts. Yeah, I mean you get peanut oil from somewhere for a reason, but. It yeah. separates whenever it's sitting on the on the shelf for a, yeah. a minute, yeah, and then you got to stir that butter. stuff up, and then but even still, it's kind of difficult to stir that stuff up. But yeah, uh, Cheetos B dip, no negative, negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. So I, I got a couple with popcorn. So yep. uh, Grace and Mom have now gotten onto this uh, popcorn M and M's kick, okay. which okay. Uh, that's fairly common. I, sure, people do it all the time. Sure. Um, I guess I could get. I don't want my sweet popcorn. But don't put a bunch of butter on it and the chocolate because that to me is a little bit weird. Fair. Uh, but uh, another shout out to the eastern part of the state. <laughs> uh, she likes orange juice huh? while she's eating her popcorn. I mean, not not actually mix them together, yeah. but like that the drink of choice while eating popcorn. Orange Which, juice. I love orange juice while I love eating popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, not bad. You've tried this. I haven't, but I, I anticipate it's really good. Oh, you and you anticipate trying it soon. Yeah, yeah, you do. Good. Of course you do. Of course. Why not? But um, but yeah, popcorn orange juice doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah. No, it doesn't sound bad because they're two things that you would yeah. eat or drink or whatever at any time whenever you're in the mood for them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can see how that could be a thing. I could see. You know, something I didn't realize goes together so well, and it's because I didn't know, it's because I didn't know, number one, that uh, celery was edible. Okay. <laughs> For the thought, longest time, that was just for show. That is that is a that is a garden decoration. That's all yeah. that is. Uh, no, no, no. Celery is edible. I'm, like I would never eat it. Okay, uh, but whenever I was doing my you know Adkins or low carb diet or whatever, uh, 
the whole ants on a log. Uh, peanut butter on celery. Yeah. I didn't do the raisins. I just did the peanut butter on the celery because the raisins had had quite a bit more natural sugars that I wasn't supposed to have at the time. Uh, but peanut butter on celery, pretty good. Pretty good for a healthy snack. Mm-hmm. For a snack that's not going to, you know, boost your metformin need. That's fair. That's you know? fair. I mean, celery and ranch I like. Uh, I I think as a kid I had celery and pimento cheese. Okay, okay. Kind of like, but I don't know about the celery and peanut butter. Celery and peanut butter is not is pretty good. It gives just enough sweet and and the other salty that goes with that because right. celery is like a very very particular taste. It's like cucumber. It if you take a bite of a piece of celery, you take a bite of a piece of cucumber, you take a bite of pretty much anything else. You're you're going to be easily able to tell the difference. Yeah. Right. Celery has a very distinct taste, and so does cucumber. Not many vegetables uh, are very very identifiable simply by taste. You also have to look at texture a lot of the times because a lot of them don't have much taste. Whatever you cook it with, that's what it starts to taste like. Right. Okay. So, but celery has a very distinct taste. Cucumbers have a very distinct taste. But I put that peanut butter on the celery. It it lessens the celery taste. And hmm. uh, the peanut butter, I mean, the peanut butter makes it bearable, in my opinion. See, I know a lot of people that will take apples and peanut butter or apples and cheese. Yeah? I don't understand. I don't that. understand the apples and cheese. Apples and peanut butter, I can do. Apples and caramel dip? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Please, please and thank you. Yeah. No, 100%. caramel apples are good. Are delicious. I, don't think, I think caramel apples are actually overrated. This apple slices and caramel oh, yeah. dip is... Is where it's. Well, have you ever had the apple pie better rated. with caramel in it? The what? Uh, apple pie with caramel in it. Oh, absolutely. Why do any other way? That's fair. There's, there's nothing else you should that do. That's fair. So I had, uh, matter of fact, other things that you may not think go together. I had a uh, a meal at at uh, Denny's the other day. It was bananas and salted caramel pancakes. Hmm. I only had it because I was curious. I like salted caramel. I like bananas. Yeah. I like pancakes. Let's try it out. I was going to get the cinnamon roll pancakes. Those sound really good. And that's like a coffee cake in the terms of a pancake with instead of uh instead of syrup, they put like vanilla icing right. all over it and it's delicious. It's extremely rich, extremely sweet. But it's real good, and I almost got that one. But I had gotten that one the last time the girls and I went, not just a few weeks before that. And I was like, you know what? That one I think sent me into immediate nap mode when I got home. Right. So let's try this salted caramel banana pancake. Good, good. When I say good, let me just let me just tell you how good it was. Delicious. Well, you know, but you gotta like bananas. You know, a lot of people are yeah. leery on bananas, whether it's the texture or the taste. A lot of people are leery on that. I personally like bananas, and the caramel. The caramel was a great pairing with it. Well, you know, some people like uh, bananas with their peanut butter sandwiches, and then what? Well, it was Elvis that like liked a peanut butter banana and bacon sandwich. Uh huh. Peanut butter banana and bacon. I think that's what it was. Really? I mean, that yeah, just, just that sounds good, but it doesn't sound like anybody would should be thinking that i don't mind ba- i don't mind bananas yeah. but like i've gotten to where i don't really like them anymore really why is that i don't know if it's a texture all those cramps that you have bananas will help you with it but like if i eat a banana i need it to be cold for starters okay like, and i need it to be like not super soft okay well cold does that cold yeah. cold hardens hardens the texture of things yeah but like yeah. uh one that's gotten like almost warm, frozen no, no, one that's gotten like warm or you know, gelatinous. Okay, no go. Like, oh, okay. I used to love banana yeah. pudding. Now listen, I don't now, like mm. I don't like bananas that are are like if you just barely press them, they you know you can split them in yeah. two. I, I I can't do that. They got to be a a nice ripe banana, but not overripe. That makes sense. Yeah, but like banana nut bread, I like that. Yeah, okay. I don't mind the taste there. You know, that's the overripe bananas. They yeah. mash them up and make a like a flour. Yeah, type of thing or or uh, a dough with them. How do you feel about plantains? I've never I, I've never knowingly eaten a plantain. Plantain chips for starters are phenomenal. Okay. Well, how about banana chips? I mean, I guess they're okay. Okay. The plantains ones I think have a milder taste, and so they take on the flavoring of the 
seasoning. seasoning you put in it? Okay. Yep. Okay. No, never had that. Never had that. Um, what else? Uh, so this one's probably not a big shocker. A lot of people do it. I don't understand it. Okay. French fries and ice cream. Yeah. So, that's a big deal at Wendy's, man. Yeah. Yeah. And the Frosty. Yeah. And, yep. and so listen, I've had the argument that Wendy's fries are better than McDonald's fries. Ooh, that's a big deal. Do you want to know what the argument was? What was oh, because they put them in the Frosty? Because you dip them in the chocolate Frosty and then you eat them and it's phenomenal. See, I've only known like the kids or my niece or net, my nieces and them. Uh, to do it with a vanilla frost. I haven't even thought about a chocolate frost. Yeah, well, the chocolate one was the original. They've just recently done the vanilla frost. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, oh, okay. but like, I've never thought about French fries with chocolate. Yeah. However, chocolate covered, wavy, salty stuff is great. I don't, I don't know how that's possible. It's so good. I don't, I mean, I guess chocolate covered pretzels are good. So oh, the saltiness with the chocolate. And I, yeah. okay, I get it. I get it. I, I, you know, if you, if you, Provide some of those. I'll give them. I'll, give I'll look them a shot. for them, man. I think it's been a couple while since I've seen them, though. But they're really good. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So the argument that Wendy's fries are better than McDonald's fries, and then the argument said because we dip them in the frosty, and I'm yeah. sitting back thinking, okay, you don't. You have to dip the Wendy's fries in the frosty for the fries to be good. Yeah. You don't have to dip the McDonald's fries in anything for the McDonald's fries to be good. That means McDonald's fries are superior. Oh, wholeheartedly. Than Wendy's fries. I'm just saying. I just whoever's whoever said that. If you're listening, you were wrong. You were wrong about Wendy's versus McDonald's fries. That judgment has been levied. It has, and it will not go away ever. Okay, so I, I've heard about this one, and <laughs> tell me what you think. Right. Celery and Jello. Um, no offense. Like Jello shots with a little celery in it. No. No. No, I don't know. No. How is that? You're not going to try that. Well, no, like people would drink Bloody Marys. Like, I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Like, at all anymore. But yeah. when I did, okay, um, I was I don't like, I'm not putting in vegetable juice or tomato juice or whatever that is. Uh-huh. And then you, what, you throw a celery stick in it, too? Yeah. Like, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I know a lot of people okay, do it. You do know that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about celery and jello. Well, you said like a jello shot. I thought you meant like alcohol. No, no, no. Just like you, you put, like, like you, you fill the little... Ice cube things with Jello, yeah, yeah, and then you put a little piece of celery in it, but before the Jello has gelatinized, no. nope. you know, and now you have a little celery Jello shot, alcohol free or alcohol full, it doesn't matter, you know, dealer's choice. Okay, but are you doing that? Was, was that on Pinterest or something? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that's just an idea, you know. Okay, just cut a little piece of celery, put it in the Jello, like uh, like like Jim did with Dwight Stapler. He put yeah. it in the Jello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. You just take a little piece of celery, and you have a little Jello with a little celery. I can't do it. I, w- I don't even think I would ever do it. I, w- no. I wouldn't do it if it meant uh, guaranteed uh, amazing night. Like I wouldn't even do it. No, what? do this, and 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 you'll get this negative Ghost Rider. Not gonna do it. So there's, there, it's there's, not that important to there's me. There's not a prize that can be dangled. There's not a prize above the head of Joe worth. Bill. Jello say, and celery. I'm in. Nope, nope. I'm not doing it. Oof. What's the, the stuff they make with I'm Jello? I'm sure I'm going to be eating crow on that at some point in time <laughs> in my life. This well, is going to come back and, and, and bite me in the butt. Uh, but, I tell you what, I will, ma- bite I, me somewhere. I, will, I will make sure to uh, bookmark this episode. Are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can go back and I can eat crow? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. I'm going to have to make a little mental note there, lock it away. Okay. Um, <laughs> <that'll>, <laughs> that could be a fun bet. Okay. Um make a great bit on the uh, on the podcast though uh but what about that jello stuff that people make around the holidays where it's like jello and marshmallows and like a bunt cake looking thing you know what i'm talking about no oh yeah kind of it, it, not, not, not not doing that that's not weird in, not infinity infinity is a little bit different yeah but yeah no not doing it and they have like different pieces of things in it uh-huh it's very strange to me yeah not doing it not uh doing okay it. so well okay so we talked a little bit about food and, and and some drinks and stuff though, but do you have any that are like, maybe like it could be casting in movies or TV shows, or, or re- reboots even, or maybe it could be um, duets or cameos. As an example, give me an example, like The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart. Well, they, I think those go great together. I think those go great together. I think that that is, uh, I think that at first that was a, how is this really going to be? How is yeah. this really going to turn out? And then it blew up because it's amazing. 
I mean, they feed off of each other extremely well. The Rock is funnier than he, um, you know, maybe ever thought he was, at least in the way that he puts it off. Well, in the game plan in the Tooth Fairy, he was kind of funny, but it was still kind of awkward. Okay. You know what I mean? But I think doing the stuff with Kevin Hart definitely brought out that lighter side of him. Maybe also he's just gotten older. Yep. Um, But here, most recently, um, we were watching, you know, Christmas Chronicles 2 came out. Yeah. And I was just thrown by Tyrese Gibson. Okay, yeah. Being the future stepfather. Okay. I think his name is like Bob. <laughs> oh, so Tyrese Gibson's acting names that don't go together. Well, okay. Him so, and then the name Bob. So he's with uh, the girl Brad Paisley's wife. She was on, according to Jim, she was in the Prince or not, uh, uh, Father of the Bride series. Uh-huh. And so it's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with, with Tyrese being in, in like a like a father type role, but okay, everything okay. he's done, biker boys, four brothers, the fast and furious franchise. Uh-huh. It was just very odd huh. for him. And, and he's probably doesn't even have 30 lines in the whole movie. It, it was kind of at the front of the bookends, beginning scene, ending scene. Okay. And it just was strange to me. Okay. So I'm going to bring up a, a, an acting pair that right. I think is, is, it's weird, but it it kind of worked. Okay. Okay. And this is a minute ago. I mean, this was several years ago. Blade Trinity, Wesley Snipes, and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Not a pairing I would put together. No. No. Because Wesley Snipes is that try to be funny <gasps> during the action movie. But not really the Blade ones, though. No, even still, the Blade. I mean, like he had some some things where he tried to have some little one-liners and stuff, okay. or at least the the script did. Uh, but Ryan Reynolds is one hundred percent one-liners. Like that's his oh, that's his does. mo. And so, anyways, maybe that's the reason they did that. Like they needed yeah. something to offset. But yeah, I mean, it, it worked. I mean, the Blade the Blade the Blade trilogy. If you liked vampires and that type of sci-fi, it it was enjoyable. I'm not saying it was Oscar yeah. award worthy, but it was enjoyable. And it so, worked, but it was a while ago. Was but, Triple H was in that? But I'm not putting. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, throwback to the wrestling days, right? Your, yeah. Your wrestling watch, wrestle watching days. So, uh, but yeah, I wouldn't have put. I wouldn't have put Wesley Snipes with with Ryan Reynolds. I wouldn't have done it at all. Um, what was the one here recently that I thought was pretty interesting? Oh, I tell you, was it? Um, was it? Oh man, it starts with an F, doesn't it? Fear, not fierce. Fury. Fury. At the time, Shadow of the Buff. Oh, yeah and, yeah, and Brad Pitt. I mean, yeah. he'd done Transformer movies. No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shia LaBeouf. He, yeah. Uh, and then what was the? Uh, I thought you were thinking of the kid who plays Percy Jackson because he's also oh, in that. Yeah. No, I'm talking about yeah, even Stevens. Yep. You know, and then for Disney. Yep. And then he goes into Transformers. Yep. It's great. Uh huh. And then he started getting re- kind of weird in real life. Yep. Uh, but then playing across uh, Brad Pitt, I I wouldn't have thought that casting would have worked too yep. well. Well, see, here's my deal. The guy who plays Shane in The Walking Dead at the beginning, the first two or three seasons or whatever. Yes. Uh, I don't think he pairs well with anybody. He did great in Punisher, though. Yeah, okay, but he was the guy. Like, I mean, Punisher, he didn't, like, really co-star. It was all about him. You yeah, know I thought saying? it was really good, though. But everything where he's like had to feed off of people Mm -hmm. it's it's like forced he was in a movie uh it was like empire state not empire state it was uh it was snitch with the rock yeah didn't it it just it it seemed forced he was in fury he his character was man it it just was uncomfortable his character i mean he fit that character but uh to me that didn't go together with the other four guys who were in that you know I don't know the guy who play. I forget what his name is, but he plays he plays Shane in yeah, uh, in The Walking Dead. Not not good. Well, I got to tell you, the guy who plays um, oh crap, what's his name? The main guy. The ma- what? The guy who plays the main guy. The sheriff. Oh, uh, I don't know his name, but Rick. Yeah, Rick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm afraid he's he's pretty much typecast now. Um, I used to watch a show on uh, from England that came on Cinemax called. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank now. Okay. Uh, at any rate, I'll think of it probably like at the end of the episode. Uh, it was a great show, but he was a part of a prequel series they had done. Okay. Kind of like, you know, when they, uh, how they did Spartacus. 
when the main Spartacus guy was sick, they went and did a prequel okay. season to try to give him some time sure, uh, to get sure. better. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, he doesn't seem, it just doesn't seem right. Him playing a British guy. Yeah. Um, even though he is British. Uh, I think he's Australian. Well, maybe I believe he's Australian. I believe most of the people in the walking dead, uh, like the, the main characters have, uh, a lot of Australian in them. Well, uh, Strike Back's the name of the series. Strike Back. Yeah. And okay. so the funny part about it was... The, you have uh, a whole lot more uh, ser- like TV series things under your belt. Uh, but the funny part about it was is they had like an Australian or New Zealand actor. Uh-huh. And he played the American with the American accent. And then they had an American play the British guy with a British accent. And like if if you had never seen like the after the show, like behind the scenes or yeah. the preview of next week type of thing. Yeah. You never would have known, right? Uh, that those two guys were playing opposite, right? right. Countries. That's fair. That's fair. <coughs> okay, so I figured I'd no, I'd, I'd take fine. a note out of your book. another thing. Weird pairing: uh, yeah. cough, chronic coughing, and, and podcasting. podcasting. Yeah, yeah. You don't think they go together, but apparently they do. It's like lamb and tuna fish. It's working. Yeah, uh, sorry. Maybe you prefer spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> so okay, so actors that let's think about some some action movies. That uh, that you might you know that we grew up watching right like, mm-hmm. like Rambo's all the Rambo's, yep. um, the Expendables. Okay, those are movies that are not great in terms of in terms of uh, you know five star quality or whatever. Yeah, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, right. But there are movies that that can entertain you. You know, you can you can yeah. enjoy them because you like who's acting or you like uh, the premise behind it or whatever. Uh, but okay, Sylvester Stallone is in that. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would pair really well with Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, who also is famous for action movies that uh, that that has like a trilogy sagas or whatever of of an action movie? So I'm thinking Die Hard. I'm Bruce thinking Willis. I'm thinking a Sylvester Stallone Bruce Willis duo, or maybe opposition right yeah. maybe one's the protagonist one's the antagonist right that might actually work yeah apparently apparently they don't uh they aren't very fond of one another oh really yeah and i uh, like maybe refusing to work alongside one another hmm. yeah that type of thing but you know you think that would be uh you think that'd be all right yeah you know he did a the one of the few times i i feel like with with him most of his stuff is good when he's by himself. Who or when he, uh, Sylvester Stallone? Oh, that's he's true. like the main, the main person. Yeah. He does like being the the star of whatever he's. They started bumping heads on the the set of Expendables. Oh, that's like interesting. they were on the the first one, I believe, together. That was that was a really great concept. But they were putting those people together it, that you wanted to see across generations. Absolutely, uh, but it was a it's a. I mean, you put them in there because they they live in the same era or yeah. or uh, genre of movie. So why not? I mean, you did the same thing with Dolph Lundgren, uh, Jason Statham, Jet Li, you name it. Who uh, Wesley Snipes was in one of them. Yeah. Uh, there's several of them. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, Randy. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger was one. Randy. Co- Randy Couture. Couture was another. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you put those in there because you just kind of want to see guys all at the same time just kicking tail, right? Like yeah. just beating everybody up. So anyways... Uh, but I was gonna say he was in a movie with um, Kurt Russell. Who was he? Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay, okay. Kurt Russell and yeah. Sylvester. Tang- oh, Tango, Tango and, and Cash. Cash. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was one of my favorite. That one I shouldn't have watched it when I was a young kid. Movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite. That I, you know, back when I was younger, and I got to watch it, or maybe found a way to watch it. You know, that was one of my favorite, and it's not good. It is. Terrible. Look, Sylvester Stallone is one of the worst actors in acting. Yep. He's not a good actor. He's just an entertaining personality, right? He puts himself in situations that people want to see. People want to see that guy who gets his face disfigured in Rambo. People want to see that fifty caliber machine gun at close range blow somebody yep. in half. I mean, people want to see that type of stuff. They don't want to be there. And witness it for real, but they want to see it on the on the big screen. And and he does that stuff. They want to see hard hitting uh, boxing. 
Because, listen, in, in real boxing, how many punches are truly landed in a single round, right? It's not that many. They, they're glancing punches, but they're not direct. Matter of fact, there was a, there was a thing in Rambo, like a, a Rambo 4, the, uh, the one where he's in Russia. There was a review saying if someone took that many punches that directly to the face, they would have brain trauma that might have just gone ahead and killed them right then. Because mm. that's just not reality. They were hitting each other. They were depicted to be hitting each other so hard so much that one person probably could not withstand it. And so, but nobody wants to watch a regular boxing match when you can mm-hmm. see on the on the big screen two people just knocking the crap out of each other and it looks real right i mean a real boxing match is is what it is people are entertained by that but it's just not as many hard hitting things in a, in a real boxing match so maybe not until the very very end right uh, in ufc if somebody gets knocked down then they jump on them and they do it for a second but then the referee's there to take right. them off right so anyways it's just that's what sylvester sloan does he puts himself in a situation that everybody wants to see, so you're going to go watch him. And he's, I mean, he's a well-known face, too. Yeah. So, anyway, but he's, he's done some that are not well, so great. I think sometimes it's a really odd pairing when people break their genre. Yeah. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So, one example of it working, I think, was, um, oh, what was it called? The one where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger did it with Danny DeVito. Oh, twins. Yeah, and then uh, Kinder Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, those worked. Those were okay. Um, but like, I'll take take John Wayne for example. Okay, love John Wayne in westerns. Uh huh. Love John Wayne in um, military uh-huh. movies. Yeah, but he did a couple that were set in modern day. Okay, horrible. Just not good. No, I think the only one that I, of those that I actually because liked, you just couldn't get away from. From good old sheriff, whatever. Yeah, well, the, he did, you couldn't get away from the Duke. He did one. Uh, I think it was, was it called Hellfighters, but he was based on um, a company out of Houston, uh-huh. and they traveled, and then they um, they capped like oil wells that were on fire and stuff. Uh huh. So that one was decent. Yeah, but I think he played one like some copper detective, and he was like driving around the 1970s. It just did not work for me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he shouldn't, he, he was very much typecast and, uh, and there's a lot of people that are typecast. I mean, all those guys that are in Expendables have become typecast. You put Jason Statham as, uh, as like a babysitter. Um, the same thing happened with Vin Diesel, you know, in that, uh, where he Pass was, far? yeah, not, it was not horrible. It wasn't horrible, but it's just, yeah, okay. Far-fetched. Okay. I put it up you, there with the Rock's earliest tries at breaking the mold you okay. know what i mean yeah because it, it wasn't horrible it wasn't like like when he was trying to it, when he was trying to make the jump from wrestling to acting yeah yeah okay walking tall golly that's good i, like I that. liked I was, walking I, tall I but that fit his thing i mean he's he's gonna beat everybody up but he did the know? one um he did one where it wasn't just a straight up like feel like you know your common action movie uh-huh where he was um he was like a truck driver Okay, and uh, his kid got caught up in drugs, so he was going to do a drug shipment. He's done a couple of, like super serious movies uh-huh. that were more drama than they were action that I don't think worked too terribly well. Yeah, well, okay, so whenever uh, so Empire State was one. Yep, that's one. Yeah, he where uh, the Empire State is that, that was uh, with uh, Thor's brother. Yeah, the other uh, Hemsworth. Yep, Chris Hemsworth. No, 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 Liam. Liam Hemsworth. Yep. Um, yeah. So. I mean, he does some things where he's serious. One of the other ones that came out around the same time was that movie Snitch, where his uh, his son got yeah, that's the one. framed for uh, selling or harboring or whatever, possessing a crazy amount of ecstasy or something. And uh, and he got sentenced to prison for so many years whenever he was just holding it for a friend. He just got, he got framed, set up. And uh, he was going to take some because he's a stupid teenager, but he got set up. Well, then... Uh, the dad had the trucking business. The Rock had the trucking business, and then decided to start uh, transporting for the cartel to try to get the kingpin or whatever, which would reduce the son's sentence. Yep. It wasn't a bad movie. Like, wasn't terrible. It was clearly, uh, it was clearly predictable. It had like one speed. Yeah. Right. And but 
anyways, it just uh, you know he's 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 better suited in things that are that have a comic relief aspect of it, like the Fast and the Furious stuff that he's done. All that stuff has comic relief in it all the way throughout it. Well, like it's just walk, sprinkled. Walking walk Tall worked because of Johnny Knoxville. I don't think yeah. it would have worked without him. Well, Johnny Knoxville, and then uh, and then all the guys that they hung out with. Like yeah. it was just they were aloof, you know. They were just goofy guys, and then they had to take things serious at a certain point in time. Um, but and that also worked because I think everybody wanted to see everybody wanted to see The Rock finally getting into a role that into a movie number one that it was a remake, but it was a decent movie back then. Now they wanted to see a new one. I think. Uh, who was the person that originally did The Walking Tall? I know what you're talking about, though. I don't remember. Uh, but it's ba- you know it's based on a real guy who I think ended up getting shot to death. Yes. Uh, because he was a little too aggressive in trying to clean up everything. Mm-hmm. Or he wasn't, you know, he didn't really what about, pull his punches very much. What about when fairly famous comedic actors make the switch? We talked about action heroes uh-huh. making the switch. What about when comedians and like one of the most recent ones i can think of is vince vaughn uh being in um that movie with uh andrew garfield that's a recent you're talking about a yeah recent? it's about the guy who was a conscious objector and he saved like hundreds of lives on top of, on, on this oh i don't know i don't know if i've seen that one the it's, one the first one that came to my mind was uh, uncut gems with adam sandler so and that it's, wasn't his first attempt at a serious role, though. I think it was about step uh, his third attempt. Yeah. What were the other two? Um, the Cobbler was a little bit okay. serious. And then the one he did... Um, but No, The Cobbler was a movie, well, I guess maybe, but where the shoes changed what he looked like or something, or changed what... Yeah, but he, he did one where he played somebody that had brain trauma after 9-11. Mm. He did it with... Uh, what's the actor that was from Saturday Night Live that played the ladies' man? He's a... He's a oh, uh... Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows, yeah. yeah. It was either Tim Meadows or Chris Rock. Yeah. So that was a good movie, but it wasn't like, mm-hmm. it didn't hit yeah. the way that Uncut Gems did. I tell you what, man, some of some of uh, Adam Sandler's newest movies are better than his originals. Oh, definitely. Now, they're not as iconic. They're not as quotable or they're not right. as, you know, whatever. But anyways, but yeah, man, it just, things things don't go together the way they used to, man, or at all. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yep. Oh, when he was the uh, drill sergeant or whatever, and uh, Andrew yep. Garfield was the person who the story was based on, and he wasn't going to take yep. a gun. He's like, okay, you don't have to take a gun, but uh, stay away from me because <laughs> like, yeah. you're not going to back me up, and then he ends up saving him and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like Spoiler the, alert, sorry. Yeah, well, and then it was also kind of a big deal because it was the first movie that uh, Mel Gibson got to direct. Uh because you know he after he did he was on a on a rise of being a really famous director, but then he had oh. some anti-Semitic rant filming uh, Passion of the Christ, and then he got blacklisted for a while. Yeah, no, he also uh, well, he got blacklisted, but he also was coming out against like deep state stuff, big time. Yeah, he big went, time, and got got banned or not banned, but just well, I think he also shunned. went full tilt against the Catholic Church too. I believe maybe maybe which he should have a long time ago. Matter of fact, all Catholics should have gone full tilt against the Catholic Church. Even even the Lutherans. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, I mean, they got to take that Catholic. Yeah, well, they got to take that Catholic rhetoric out we, of their we, stuff, you know. We could have some. Uh, we, we definitely could have some odd pairing conversations. Yeah, absolutely. That might not be odd to everybody else. Yes. <laughs> no, they're definitely odd to everybody um, else. Faux show. That, that's that's <laughs> fair. Oh man. So man, listen. If you guys come up with something that is it's an odd pairing that. You don't think it should go together, but it's delicious. It ends up being great food-wise, or it just works, you know, on screen yeah. or anything. Send it our way. Let us know. We will, We well, I don't know if we will give it a try, but we will strongly consider giving it a try. And if we have enough, it definitely could be uh, episode or volume two. Yeah, yeah. If there's plenty, we'll, we'll, we'll dissect all of them. Absolutely. Yeah, Man, this, you know, some things go together. And you know what went together today? The Joes and recording and recording live. It did. This episode was much needed, Joe. Uh, it scratched the itch for me. It did. 
It I'm did. glad. I'm glad it did. It did it. You I'm know, glad so it did. Like, I don't know. I don't know if Jess gotta, likes that. I, don't know. I gotta get my. I gotta get my fix in. That's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to figure out if she's even still watching. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, hey, you can find us on all social media platforms, all podcasting platforms. This is the podcast. Things you think you don't care about by the average Joes. Sayonara and Kanichiwa. Until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe. Telling you to keep it clean. The average Joes are in their studio. Over in Garland, Texas. Things you think care about. Is back for season five. With brand new guests. Segments for your entertainment.